something so bigger than, than us. Amen. So much bigger than just us and our little church where we're at. But we're a part of the family of God. Amen. I mean, you know, I remember singing that song. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. Yes. You know, and, and you know, when I, I used to sing that as a child and I used to think, man, what a big family. And again, like I said, well, I bring you greetings from, from your family in Fort Myers, Florida. We just <coughs> went through a very <coughs> devastating storm. As you've seen on the news, you probably saw quite a bit, but you didn't see it all. And there's a lot of things going on, but I'll tell you something, the Spirit of God is prevalent. And the Spirit of God is present. Hallelujah. In this place and there as well. Hallelujah. 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 You know, the Bible says signs and wonders follow believers. And I want to just give you a little bit of what's happening at the Broadway Community Church, your sister church in Fort Myers. We just recently had a little girl uh, named Ezra. And uh, she uh, started feeling ill. I think, what was she, four? Four years old? And she started feeling just a little ill. And all of a sudden, she couldn't hold any food down. So they took her to all the doctors and and all the hospitals and, and that were available in Fort Myers, they couldn't find anything wrong. So they took her to the children's hospital, you know, where they, they specialize in looking after little children. And they, they came in and they started doing MRIs. And they came back to the family and said, we've got some very bad news. Anybody ever got bad news before? <laughs> this was very bad news. They said that the girl had a tumor that was so big that it was not only in her chest cavity and through all of her organs, but it was also in her abdomen, which was what was keeping her from holding any food down. They told the, the mother and the father, the mother, she's pregnant, about to have a child at any time. Can you imagine the devastation of that news? But they told him, said, get prepared. They said, prepared for what? They said, she has three days to live. Oh, wow. What happens when you give that kind of news? But let me tell you what we did. We began to pray. And I take exception of people say, well, all I can do is pray. Well, that's all you have to do. You see, if you can get in touch with God, hallelujah, all things are possible. <laughs> the parents looked right in the doctor's face and said, No, we don't accept that. Amen. The 
doctor says, what are you talking about? Have you lost your mind? We're, we're Christians too. But the child only has three days. Three days! Well, we begin to pray. And I'll tell you, we begin to fast. <laughs> you know, the Bible says some things only come by praying and fasting. <laughs> and we don't believe in leaving anything out. As we begin to pray and we begin to fast, people begin to do this all over for little Ezra. The third day comes. She's got a little oxygen mask. Little Ezra's laying in bed, can't hardly move. She pulls that oxygen mask off, says, I'm sick of that. The doctor said, well, she, she, she needs to keep it on. But this is her final day. Amen. Just let her do it. Yes. Amen. When she pulled that oxygen mask off, the parents reported that she looked at him and said, hey, I'm hungry. Uh -huh. And they said, get her something to eat. Doesn't matter if she doesn't hold it down. It's her last day. No, I want to tell you right now, it's your last day when God says it's your last day. Do you hear me? Come on, somebody. <laughs> this child ate the food and held it down. Oh, the doctors were amazed. They began to scratch their head. So they said, hey, we need to go back and get some more proof that this child's going to die today. They went back and started doing the x-rays. They found nothing. Give God the glory. Hallelujah. Great things he hath done. Hallelujah. The Bible says signs and wonders will follow believers. Praise God. Do you believe? No, no, no. I said, do you believe? If you can, if thou canest but believe, all things are possible. Hallelujah. You can say the mountains be thou removed, and if it won't move, it'll melt in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> but you see, again, it takes God on the scene. You know, you said something, Pastor, just a few minutes ago. And that's what you said about obedience. But let me tell you, there's been a lot said about holiness. You know, we're a holiness church. All right. And a holiness church is expected to dance in the spirit. Amen. We're supposed to speak in that heavenly language. tell you something. What really defines holiness is two things. And the first is obedience. Amen. And the second is humility. Amen. And if you don't have one, you don't have the other. You hear what I'm saying? Because God's people are humble people. Praise God. We know what, what we did by our act of praying. We were just being obedient. Praise God. When we prayed for Ezra. But we prayed with faith believing. Hallelujah. And God moved them out. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. You see, before I leave home every time, I take an inventory. You know what this is? This is my servant towel. Amen. You see, let me tell you, I traded in my title bishop for a towel. Just like what Brother Mark Williams preached to us that time years ago. 
You see, I can do more with the towel than I can the title. Huh? Come on, hallelujah. And I'll tell you what I can do with this towel, praise God, is I can pray, hallelujah, and I can touch you with it, and the anointing of God will fall as that mantle fell, praise God, upon Elisha, and Elijah was leaving, hallelujah. 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 Glory be to God. Give me my <laughs> Woo! I ain't gone yet. But before we get started this morning, I'd like to introduce my wife. And I want to say that yeah, truly a great woman of God, a tremendous preacher, teacher in her own right, and literally a saint of God for putting up with me. Amen. 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 Good morning. It's so wonderful to be here, and I do feel the spirit of God too. And I know that every time I come, but I do, like Pastor Lyle said, those that have come in and been praying, I can tell the difference. And I want to thank God for all that He's done in our lives, and for freedom Christ has set us free. So let's not. Hold on to those chains of bondage. We've been set free from them. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You say it's your birthday. Her birthday was yesterday. Tell you something, hurricane or no hurricane, I stood out on a mission yesterday, and that's to find her a chocolate cake. Because <laughs> that little girl loves some chocolate. And it, hey, it couldn't be just an ordinary cake. I'm going to tell you right now, I got to say, this was the chocolatiest chocolate cake I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, praise God. But, honey, I love you. Oh, all my heart. Oh, you're the greatest thing that ever happened. She's giving me motions and I don't know what she's saying. But I want to say this again, thank you for this great honor to be here today. I wouldn't be I would rather be here than any place else. And yeah, we had to stay in gas lines. We had we I mean there was a time when I didn't think we was gonna make it. You know? And the devil was telling me, saying, Hey, call Pastor Lyle and just tell him he'll understand. I said, Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> He will understand. This, this, you got a great pastor. Amen. I love this guy. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, he's a true man of God. Amen. He recognizes other people who have the Spirit of God upon them. And I'll tell you something. The first time I met you, man, brothers, brothers, praise God. Amen. And there's no Amen. difference between him and myself. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. But you see, the storm started way, what was it, about two weeks ago? I was in Colorado. Uh, every year I go, one time of the year, and I'll take out and I go bow hunting because I, I, I've got some Cherokee Indian blood in me, and, and I just always love to bow hunt. And I go up to the mountains of Colorado, and I hunt for those big elk. Wow. They're like gigantic deer. Wow. Well, we get on the news, we hear the news that this storm's brewing. Well, you know who Jimmy is? 
Jimmy's that guy that cracks corn. I don't care. <laughs> you know? Because I'm up there out cutting. Besides that, I know the one who praised God, who said, Peace be calm to the storms and the winds and the waves. They obeyed him. Hallelujah. Amen. So let it blow. Let it come. But you see, when I got home, things started to speed up somewhat. As soon as I got off that plane, everybody said, it's going to hit us. It's going to hit us. Everybody seen them spaghetti plots and all that other stuff? Yeah. Huh? Meant to scare the daylights out of you? Yeah. Oh, man, it's coming right at us. What are you going to do? Huh? Well, I come here today to tell you that eternity is coming for you. Amen. What are you going to do? Amen. Huh? Are you going to prepare? Or are you going to not prepare? Because right now is the time for preparation. Amen? Amen. Amen. Right now is the time to stock up. Because there's coming a time like the ten virgins, praise God, where five were wise and five were foolish. Five of them got oil for the lamps. Five of them didn't. And all of a sudden, they said, went to the other virgins and said, hey, can you loan us some? Can't do that. You gotta go get your own. Amen. You see? And, and they left to go out and get their own. And while they left, the door was shut. The bridegroom come. And, 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 and they were left. And you know, here's the thing. We've been giving ample warning, haven't we? We've been given the spaghetti plots, haven't we? Uh, we've had preachers, praise God, Bible school teachers, all through our lives telling us that Jesus is coming. Amen. Now, question is, do you believe it? Amen. Oh, I don't think you do. I said, Amen. do you believe it? Amen. 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 He's coming. And he's coming in an hour where man thinketh not. You see, there was a lot of people over there in Fort Myers that said, you know, and weatherman, they've been wrong so much. And you know, I thought about that and I said, you know, there's people out there saying them preachers, they've been wrong so much. Huh? Because people were forced to set dates that they could not live up to. You see, Jesus said, no man know the day nor the hour, not even me. You see, God in his infinite wisdom knew that Jesus Christ was going to be asked and he either had to tell the truth or a lie. And you know what happened if he told the truth? There would be a bunch of hedonistic people that live for pleasure, and at the very last second, they'd jump ship. <laughs> hey, boy, you know what I'm talking about. Come on. Amen. But you see, God didn't even inform Jesus. But he did say this. He's coming in an hour where man thinketh not. Think on that, church. Thinketh not. That doesn't mean an obvious time. You see, we've been geared to believe that it's going to be a post-apocalyptic type atmosphere when Jesus Christ returns. Right? Amen. All hell's going to be a-selling against us. I mean, it's going to be just chaos. But what about this scripture where Jesus says it's going to be as in the days of Noah. They're going to be eating and drinking and giving in marriage. Huh? What's that mean? Well, I'll tell you what that means. That means they're going to be partying. That means they're going to be feeling like, we dodged a bullet on that one. Huh? 
Coral Springs. You know what I'm talking about with this hurricane. We dodged a bullet on that one. But I'm telling you today, there's coming a time when you're not going to dodge the bullet. There's coming a time when Jesus Christ is going to return for his own. Hallelujah. And he's going to take you from where you are to where he is. Hallelujah. And he's trying to do that now. If you'll allow him. You see, Jesus said that he would take us to sit in heavenly places where he is. Now, wait a minute. How is that possible? Because I'm here. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. Jesus wants to take us from our hellish environment, praise God, to his peace-perfect ways, hallelujah. Just sit upon the mountain and believe, praise God, and be ready and be looking east, hallelujah, with our bags packed, praise God, when he parts that eastern sky, that we'll be with him in the twinkling of an eye. Give him praise today. Hallelujah. But you see, you got to be ready. You got to be ready. Amen. And that means more than just saying I am. Amen. Huh? See, I could have went over there and said, hey, I'm are you good for the storm? Because everybody was asking everyone, are you good for the storm? Well, yeah, I got water, I got batteries. I, yeah, I'm good for the storm. What about you? Well, I ain't made any preparations, but yeah, I'm as good as you are for the storm. <laughs> How you figure? Amen. Huh? What you gonna drink out of the ditch? What, you planning on coming to my house and get my water? Come on now, I'm, I'm preaching. Amen. You see? Amen. But yeah, all of a sudden, here these people, and I'm talking about the ones that weren't prepared. Now I'm going to talk about the ones that were over-prepared. Okay? You see, some are over-prepared, and they call them hoarders. Anybody ever heard of that? Bless God, here comes a semi. I need every one of them. Put them right here on this truck. Now get them out of here. I gotta have a semi truck. How many people you got in your family? Two. <laughs> what you gonna do with a semi truck load of water? Well, I need it. Well, let me tell you something right now. You do need a church, but what you need to do with it is park that truck out front, open those doors, and say, "Hey." Here's free water. Come and drink, hallelujah. As much as you want, praise God, because we're going to have more coming, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Amen. You see, you don't have to hoard up things here on earth. Hallelujah. Okay? Because your treasure's in heaven. Amen. Huh? Amen. Everything here is going to be burned away with a fervent heat. Do you understand that? Oh, you yeah. see, let me tell you, that bumper sticker where it says, the man who dies with the most toys wins, that's a straight up lie. The man who dies with the most toys leaves up here for somebody else to play with. Oh, that's right. I'm telling you the straight truth today. But you see, again, we're supposed to get things to give things away. Because I'll tell you something. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. And what is faith? But it's the substance of the thing that I hope for, the evidence of things I have not seen. You see, I got plenty of water when I don't have any water because the living water, hallelujah, is coming from here. Out of my belly is flowing rivers of living water, hallelujah. <laughs> you see, I got more than I need. I got more than I can give away. Amen. And so do you. Amen. You see, but again, now these people out here, there was time for preparation. But then all of a sudden. <laughs> the winds begin to howl. 
And you know, there was a lot of people I seen running up to the door. Which <laughs> crazy store? They closed. Can you believe this? There's a hurricane. Yeah, but they closed. They're not supposed to close. They, their, their store hours say right on the door that they're going to be open till midnight. But you see, they have families too. Amen. You see, they got stuff they have to look after as well. Amen. And they need to go home and take care of their dogs and their cats as well. Yes. Hear what I'm saying to you? Yes. But yet we don't see it that way because it doesn't suit our nature. It doesn't suit our narrative. It doesn't suit what we want. But <laughs> the storms blow. Amen. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't care if you think you got unfinished business here or not. When Jesus comes back, mm-hmm. the Bible says he'll return in the twinkling of an eye. Amen. And then when he's gone, he's gone. Amen. Huh? And then you know what that means? That means left behind. Huh? So make your choice now, church. Amen. Before the wind begins to blow. Before everything begins to fall apart. Praise God. Amen. To be prepared. You see? It's not just the Boy Scout motto to be prepared. It's the children of God. Amen. And it should be every one of our mottos, praise God, to be prepared. And that means prayed up, praise God. That means stayed up, hallelujah. Praying and praying for my brothers, hallelujah. And not just concerned about my own soul. Because I'm going to tell you here today, if you can pillow your head at night and not worry that there are people out there that are going to die and go to hell, then you might want to do a spiritual check to see if you are where you really think Amen. you are. I'm shooting straight to death. Amen. Just as simple. It's real simple. You see, in order to have it, you have to give it away. The Bible says give freely what was given freely unto you. And if you ain't giving it, then you ain't living it, got it. You ain't got it. You see, that's the whole thing. Jesus Christ came here. And he lived a life to be an example for us. An example of what to do and what not to do. And one thing that we don't want to do is fall prey to the scare tactics of the world. And they will try to scare you to death. But I'll tell you right now, I was not scared during this hurricane. Even though it began to howl and it began to produce more winds, there was water shooting out of my lake going over 100 feet in the air. It sounded like a jet engine part of the time and a train whistle the other. Oh, we've got pictures of stuff, bundles of metal and stuff. I don't even know where it come from. On this side of my property, we go to bed after the eye wall comes through. We get up the next morning, it's on that side of my property. But you know something? (laughs) Moses found himself in a place like that. You see, when he took the people out of Egypt, God said, take them out. Okay? But we're not talking about four or five people. We're talking about millions of people. They get out there. He leads them out to the foot of the Red Sea. And all of a sudden, there ain't no boat and there ain't no bridge. Moses, what is you, crazy? You let us out here. Now, wait a minute. We've been in captivity for over 400 years. And now look back, and here comes 
the same people with the same weaponry and the same horses and chariot and all that power that kept us. See, because if they could have left earlier, they would. But they couldn't. You see, they couldn't. They were trapped. And, and, and here they're at the foot of the Red Sea. And they look to Moses. Moses, would you bring us out here to die? Moses said, oh God, what do I do? Great. God gave him three commands Amen. after he told him what to do. Yes, Lord. He told him to stretch forth the staff. Yes. But he told him this. He said, number one, do not be afraid. Amen. Amen. You see, fear will cause you to have that. Well, I say it like this. Every time fear comes along, it brings a date. And that's its second ugly cousin called anxiety. You see, anxiety will make you forget every promise that God has promised you and make you see nothing but the storm and not the end of it, praise God. Huh? Well, let me tell you something. In that storm, there was vicious winds in the front, but there was an eye wall right in the center of that storm. And I said, God, take me to the center of that storm. When I was in it. And then all of a sudden, that back wall began to come. And when the back wall began to come, I said, God, get it on past. Hallelujah. And you know something? The back wasn't as severe as the front, praise God, and it's gone out of there. Amen. And I woke up the next day, hearing birds whisper. Oh, yeah, there's some stuff to clean up, and I'm going to tell you something. I'm alive. Amen. My wife is alive. Amen. Everybody I know is alive. Because, again, we were prepared for this storm. But you see, the Bible, Moses was told, do not be afraid. And I'm telling you today, don't be afraid of the arrow that flieth by day. Don't be worried about the unsheathed sword, hallelujah. Because God said, I will put a hook in the jaw of the wicked, and I'll pull that storm's head about, hallelujah. You see, I'm the one who guides the storm, saith the Spirit of God. Amen. <laughs> You see, we don't have nothing to fear. In fact, you know what was said years ago, the only thing that you have to fear is fear itself. You see, because fear has no hold upon you. Child of faith, children of God, because God's power, oh hallelujah, transcends, okay, anything that Mother Nature can wish Oh, I begin to hear the power of that storm. And I heard something one time that really blew my mind. Somebody said, hey, we need to do something about these storms. They said, oh, yeah, what? He said, well, maybe we need to go out there and blow a nuclear bomb up in the middle of it. Now, how smart is that? You see how man wants to try to take care of a storm? But you see, what a child of God does is this. He says, My Lord and my God. <laughs> How great thou art. Hallelujah. How great thou art. Oh, it's you, Lord God, that created the heavens and the earth and all that in them there is. It's you, Lord God, that created the universes and hung it on nothing. This is not a magic trick. This is a powerful God that I'm telling you about who created everything in this world, including you. Hallelujah. And he knows full well how to sustain what's his, how to take care of what's his in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But you see... He said, don't be afraid. Then he goes on to tell him. He says, 
Stand still. Woo! Stand still. How simple is that? If I told you to stand still, I'm going to give you $1,000 if you could stand still. <laughs> when something hangs in the balance, it's easy. You see, an eternity hangs in the balance, church. Do you hear what I'm preaching to you today? Oh, hallelujah. You've got to stand still. And stand still is the polar opposite of R-U-N-N-O-F-T. Run off. <laughs> I've seen it on the movie. <laughs> oh, brother, Mark, Amen. But see, what I'm saying is that man's natural inclination is is when something bad happens is to run. But the problem is we are directionless without God, without the Holy Spirit. And what happened if I ran the same path as Ivan? I'm going to stay in the storm. See, you don't know what direction to run, so the Bible says stand still. And that's a difficult thing. Simple instructions, but difficult to do. You know why? Because man, when pressured, tries to be God. I'm just telling you the truth. It's been all throughout history. Every time man's got under pressure, he decided what he was going to do instead of let God decide for him. Now, man's ways are the ways that lead to destruction. Want to follow me? Huh? Come on. I'm telling you the straight truth. Amen. You see, understand this. The Bible says, lean not into your own understanding, but it always acknowledge Him. That means acknowledge Him as God and stop trying to be, hallelujah. And if you'll acknowledge Him as God, He will direct your path. Give Him praise. <laughs> hallelujah. I'm, I'm going to try to end this right now. I got, I got a whole bunch more. But, but I, I, I'm going to end it with this. Pastor, I want another invite. Because I got a bunch more. But I know time is beyond us now. But I want to say this. Not only did he tell them to not be afraid, he told them to stand still. And then he went on to say, to see the salvation of the Lord today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Do you want to see the salvation of the Lord in your life? Amen. Huh? Amen. And I'm not just talking about a ticket to a place called heaven. I'm talking about, praise God, for him to take you out of your hellish environment now and transport you to where he is to sit in heavenly places with him. So that it changes your entire perspective of things. You see, when you get up on top of the mountain, you look down, people look like ants. Cars look like little play toys. You see? That's what he's wanting to do. He's wanting to change your perspective. He's wanting you to change your perspective and stop fearing the storm. Stand still so he can take care of you, praise God, and then see the salvation of the Lord. And that's the only way you're going to see it. If you'll not be afraid, if you'll stand still, he's going to save you, praise God. Do you want to be saved? Yeah. Woo, hallelujah. Amen. You see? Amen. <laughs> will accomplish it for you today. You see, the title of the message that I had that I wanted to bring today was Caught Between a Rock and a Hard Place. Anybody ever been there? If you haven't been in a tight, 
kids say now. But you find yourself in a tight spot. I'll tell you something, the Holy Spirit's there. You see, because he's everywhere. David said, even if I make my bed in hell, he'll be there with me. Now, he won't be there with you to hold your hand and say, oh, it's going to be better. Just, just lay there. Just be good. No, just stay still. Now, let me tell you what he does. He comes there to retrieve you. Amen. You see, the world tells you, if you make your bed, you've got to lay. Yeah. Come on, brother, look at me up here. If you make your bed, you've got to lie in it. Well, I'm telling you right now that God changes all of that, you see. Just like he changes the face of a storm and makes something that seems that is so ferocious, praise God, to be just a little gust of wind. And a little bit of rain. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. You see, nobody likes rain when there's a birthday party going on. <laughs> but they beg for it when the crops need it. You see? And that's what we're praying for today, is latter rain. Not the rain that's falling from the sky right now from the storm. I'm talking about the latter rain. That's the end rain, praise God, that's going to make you grow. To make me grow. Hallelujah. 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 You see, the world's calling for drought. The world's weathermen are saying, oh, it's a dry season. But I tell you something, children of God, you've got a messenger here before you that's seeing a, a cloud out there on the horizon. It's about the size of a mantle. But I see rain coming. Start preparing. I know you got 14 years under your belt, but let me tell you something right now. You've got to start preparing the fields for what's about to happen, praise God. If you want to contain the latter rain, you've got to, praise God, make provision for it. Give him praise. Ooh, I'm excited about the possibilities. The Spirit of God is up here revealing to me now Oh, what he's doing in this place. He's raising up people, Pastor. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Under your tutelage, praise God, that's going to accomplish great things. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. I'm seeing a bunch of people. Don't matter how long you've been in it, brother. It matters that you're in it. Amen. You see? Because, again, if thou canst believe, Amen. all things are possible. Amen. Oh, great. You can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. In fact, you're more than a conqueror. You see, a conqueror conquers everything that he comes up against. That's an obstacle. But more than a conqueror, what is that? I don't know, but that's what I want to be. How about you? Huh? Woo, come on now. Amen. You see? So I want to say this in closing today. Thank you first and foremost for having me Amen. over these years to be a part, a small part of this place. Thank you for this invite today. And, and again, thank you. For, for your belief. Thank you. Because let me tell you what the Bible says. The Bible says that the, the fields are white for harvest. The laborers are few. And I'm adopting a policy. And that policy is no man left behind. Amen. No man left behind. Hallelujah. You see, I said this before, and I don't know if I've ever said it here. But Pastor Lyle, when I first got my exhorters, I set before this distinguished board because they don't just give you a license. 
I mean, they ring you out like you did in the washing machine. <laughs> I had to have two background checks. I had to, I had to go take all of this college, pay for it too, out of my own pocket, and, and, and go to this college. Had to take these quizzes, had to take these exams, then take this final exam. Had to pass this final exam. Then I had to sit before a board of proctors. Man, I didn't even know what a proctor was. <laughs> I was hoping it wasn't like something medical. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> Lord help me. But, you know, I got before that board and they looked at me and they started asking these questions. And one after another, hardly let me get another an answer out before they'd ask another question. What they was trying to do was trip me up. You see, they asked me this one question and I'll never forget it. And I'll end it with this. They said, What would you like to have accomplished? at 70 years of age in ministry. <laughs> I looked at that man right in the face and I said, win the entire world for Christ. Amen. This man looks back at me and he says, that's kind of lofty expectations, isn't it, son? I said, I raised up in my chair. Debbie was there. I raised up in my chair. I said, what? I said, no, do you know the size of my God? And I want to believe that you're in this with me, right? This is not a one-man ordeal. Amen. I mean, you're about that too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes I am. I said, well, then start acting like it. Amen. Start acting like it. Child of God, start acting like you're a child of God. Start believing that you can, and if you can believe that you can, you will. Don't take that mealy mouth approach. No. <laughs> that, that, that approach that says, oh, maybe. Maybe. No. I want to leave you with this. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. May the Lord, may the Lord shine, make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee. Church, this is the end. We're at the end. And I'm telling you, it's time that we all hands are on deck. Everybody stand to your feet. I want to say this. You guys didn't know this.